0: Good evening and welcome to the December seventh, twenty twenty two Planning Board meeting in the Salem Meeting Room at 631 PM. Can I get a motion to open the meeting? Oh, I'll make a motion to open the meeting. <laughs> David? Second. Jim? Aye. Kathy. Hmm? Aye. David. Aye. And I'm an aye. <laughs> <laughs> we're going the first item we're going to do. <laughs> Sorry, we're a little punchy tonight. Um, We're going to, the first item on the agenda is 30, 50 and 60 Coppersmith Way, Canton Copper Works, A&R 8 and 9. Uh, You wouldn't mind? So moved. Introducing yourself. (laughs) Thank you.
1: modify lot nine B and split that into two pieces. Uh, the driver behind that, I have an exhibit if it's if it's helpful to you, um, is that uh, as of last night, I believe the select board voted to amend the seventh amendment for the developers agreement at the Paul Revere heritage site. And this anticipates uh, future residential development on lot eight paired with uh, construction of a parking lot on the true parcel. Latest designs for the parking lot on the true parcel extend a little bit beyond the true parcel onto what was 9B. So we split 9B into um, 9D and 9E so that we have the ability in the future to give more land to the town so that the whole parking lot is on the town land or some other thing or grant easements more easily if we were not to split those lots now we would have to bring them into the condo association and any future changes would be exponentially more difficult because we would need permission of fifty one percent of the unit owners and their lenders so we're trying to avoid that uh, potential headache uh, in the future and give us more flexibility um, on the southern side, or the left side of the plan, as shown, um, uh, we are modifying the line between lot 8A and 9A, and that is to address um, some additional uh, results that we got for uh, contamination levels on lot eight. Essentially, we wanna tweak that line so that uh, the contamination remains on lot eight um, and not on lot nine. Speaking globally, it was always anticipated to not need an activity and use limitation on lot nine, the currently, you know, uh, developed uh, residential lots where we're building building five right now. So this this helps keep that, and so that when lot eight is developed residentially, they know that there's contamination underneath. There's no you know surprises. They know everything kind of going up front, whereas the 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 expectation on lot nine was to not have any um, activity and use uh, limitations so that's a little long-winded for an a A anr but uh, that's the background oh and and uh, we saw uh, your email from mr houston um, kind of recommending following up uh, with the uh, zba and uh, no issue doing that Um, now that the select board has approved the amendment to the development agreement we may wait and flesh out some more design elements with the true parcel in the parking lot and lot eight and come back to you with those plan changes before we go to uh, straight to the ZBA. We gotta think about it now that we have that, ha- that ability, but we will follow up with the ZBA. Not sure whether we're going to do it right away or as part, uh, combine it with a future process.
2: Um, did you just say retail? Are you still planning to put retail in there?
1: No. You know, the, the change that was approved last night, um, allows 77 units of residential to be built on, uh, lot eight, um, uh, more complicated than that. And, uh, paired with construction of, um, the, uh, the parking lot to benefit the town on the true parcel. Do
0: you have any questions,
3: Dave? No, the only question I would have, and, and it relates to the, the notation that Mr. Houston made. Um, so we, if I'm reading your commentary and I'm not quite sure uh, that we should not approve it until the ZBA has.
4: <clears throat> well, it, it's kind of a catch 22 yeah. thing, you know, if they come to us, we could say, well, we can't approve it because it's a different lot than you had the approval on and the produced frontage is dependent upon that approval. Mm-hmm. But if they go to the ZBA without a lot, the ZBA can say, "Well, we can't approve a site plan without a definitive lot." So, my my recommendation is to simply sign it, and
3: contingent upon
4: we can't can we make you a you rec- can't conditionalize a, an ANR. You, I you didn't just think so. the advantage of going to the ZBA is to make sure that there are no questions about the validity of the lot. 10 or 20 years from now when somebody sells it or tries to refinance it, yep. and some young eager bank's attorney comes on this and says, you know, so. Uh, it, it would be clear if they go to the ZBA and they've indicated their intent to do that. I think we take the first proactive step and sign it because it meets everything else for an ANR except they're using reduced frontage that they're only entitled to if they have a CCEOD approval which they had, but not, and, and the CCEOD approval ties to a lot, and now they're changing the shape of the lot. So it's kind of a catch 22 thing. Somebody's gonna take the first step. I recommend the planning board simply sign the ANR as it is and rely upon their good intentions to absolutely wrap it up by going to the ZBA and saying, just reissue the approval for the slightly different shaped lot. But
1: if I may, Mr. Chair? Mm, um, no, Madam uh, Chair. Madam Chair, I apologize. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, Mr. Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we did it in this order previously. So we got the A&R and then we went back to the ZBA um, when we last modified lots in this eight-eight-nine 9 um, uh, area. Also, we're um, we're reducing the size of of 9A, which shouldn't really typically negate any, any approvals. and totally on board with with mr houston in terms of protecting our title for any lending issues that's um that's more important to to us than it is to to any of you honestly <laughs> yeah
3: did you uh, did you have any chance to speak with mr Pando? i did
0: not oh, Okay. thank you i have not on this no did you have anything do you want to add jim no, no. kathy no
3: make a motion to approve the anr as presented
0: I just oh, have, sorry, I have, have two question. comments. No, it's okay, David.
3: <laughs> she was looking at me like she wanted the motion.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm just letting you know. I'm going to make a couple comments, which I've said to you before, which I'm sure you're tired of hearing, but um, in reference to, and I know it's not a part of this, but I just want to reiterate it, the sidewalk situation still isn't EDA compliant. Um,
1: uh, Madam Chair, yes. um, we've corrected that.
0: It's still going into the street, though. No, it's not. It isn't. Okay, check it out.
1: um, Check it out. We fixed it last week.
0: Fixed last week. Oh, great! Wonderful. (laughs) um,
1: On this Monday, we're getting it um, the crosswalk striped. Great. So, and um, uh, DPW and the building inspector have been involved in that process and are aware of what we have out there.
0: That's great. Can Um, I just can I just
5: follow up on that because I did walk there and I noticed that was fixed, but further down, going into the with the. Foundations going in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to fix that too? Because that kind of that sidewalk goes up into the property, yep. not across the driver. So you'll do the same thing there.
1: Um, I got. I don't want to say I'm, we're going to do the same thing because it's a little bit different condition where we have to, where we have to take a sidewalk that is, yeah. let's say, at the curb and then across the way. It will at least a crosswalk back, back from back from the curb. So the crosswalk will likely be uh, likely be set near with a radii finish mm-hmm. and get tighter so the crosswalk is shorter and do okay. it that but it will, it will be there yes
0: okay. great okay thank you and the other concern was um, if you've already done it on most of the signs there's still one sign on Revere street that doesn't say private way on it i know it's it, um, for the, one of the coppersmith signs doesn't say it so if you could just make sure that that one does as well, well. that beneath it please okay. that was my other concern and i appreciate you answering why you're moving the lot lines i was curious as to why you were doing it it makes perfect sense so I'd like to make a motion that we accept the ANRs as, as written. May I get a second? I'll second. David. Aye. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. And I'm an I. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, and thank you for letting me know it's updated. That's awesome. <laughs> I drove it um, two weeks ago, so.
1: Question for the board: uh, Are you able to sign that uh, this evening for us to uh, pick it up in the coming days? <laughs>
0: we'll sure.
3: She usually doesn't let us out of the building.
1: Excellent. Thank you so, very much.
0: Thank you.
3: One thing Karen, well, she's good at many things, but that is one thing she's exceptionally good at.
0: And we're going to take (laughs) something out of order. Um, I'd like to move item number three up to number two, 100 Royal Street, can I get a motion to open? So moved. David? Second. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. David? Aye. And I'm an aye. Good evening. Good evening,
6: thank you, Madam Chair. I appreciate the board's consideration consideration from the the applicant we're we're jumping in front of. Um, Little feedback, there we go. Uh, Brian Grossman, Bowditch and Dewey, on behalf of the applicant, Everything's Fine LLC, also known as Trillium, with me is Ryan Shockley, uh, VP of Operations. Um, One of the interesting things, we're here for a recommendation uh, to the ZBA with the special permit uh, amendment hearing next week. One of the interesting things about working with, with Trillium is their creativity isn't confined to restaurant items. Uh, Or food items and beer. Um, They continually look for interesting ways to draw interest um, to the Forever Home property uh, where the restaurant is, and this is one of those projects. And as Forever Home continues to be there, I'm sure we'll be back again for other minor minor tweaks uh, as they find more fun ways to use it. Um, We're pretty excited about this one. It is a proposed skating loop, Um, so it will be fake synthetic ice. Um, It'll all be located on the existing hardscape patio that's already out there. As you recall, um, that patio was expanded uh, before Trillium opened from what had been there previously to what it is now. Um, and so the skating loop will be located on that. So there's no change to the site plan. There's no change to um, any of the grass area or anything like that. Uh, the rink will be approximately 71 by 52. Um, it'll be a skating loop. It is not going to be meant for hockey. So um, it is just going to be for a you know, leisurely spin around the, uh, around the fake ice, around the rink. Um, you know, No contact sports, no sports or anything of that nature. The boards um, are self-supported, they use part of the weight of the ice in a bracket, uh, so they're not drilled into the concrete. Uh, they will be one meter high, uh, and because I don't know the metric system. <laughs> I had to look it up, it's 39.3 <laughs> yeah. uh, inches high. Uh, there will be no glass, uh, so there's no sports, so there's no sort of glass or any sort of thing to catch pucks or anything like that. Um, it's simply for folks to have a good time, take a leisurely stroll around, on, uh, the synthetic ice there will be a small 12 by 12 area uh, for skate rental will uh, be a small area for seating uh, for folks to uh, to change into in, and out of their skates uh, and then the remainder of the patio will be um, available for for viewing there are uh, tables and chairs that are out there that obviously be be relocated and removed um, to make way for the the rink uh, as you see on the diagram there. There are two columns in the middle of the rink. Those are not structural <coughs> columns related to the rink. Those are the existing columns um, that are there for the for the arborway, uh, for the arbor that's already there and the lighting that's already there. Uh, so it's not no structural installation, no refrigeration installation uh, because it's all synthetic. Uh, we're very excited about it and uh, certainly happy to take any questions. Okay.
0: Mr. Houston, do you have any comments on the matter?
4: Uh, no. The the uh... Sketch is so preliminary that I really can't formulate an engineering opinion regarding it and advise the board. So no, I, I do not have a comment.
0: David, do you have anything um,
3: I was actually gonna say I thought the sketch was not very clear to me um, But I appreciate the comments that the counselor made regarding its location and so forth. Um, I don't think so I don't think I really have any concern. I mean, it's, it's a business you guys are trying to adapt, and I'm, I'm good with that type of stuff. Um, and a proponent, I should say, of it, not just good with it. But I, It's a curiosity, uh, not a curiosity, from our end, if we make this modification, is it granted each year, or is it something that they have to come back for each year, if they decide to do it again?
4: I would suggest that it depends on how the ZBA processes it. If hmm. they amend the site plan to allow this then it's permanent yeah. uh, they could condition it on a yearly review and yeah
3: that would be my only thing i think i would want it to be a um, just conditional upon conditional that
0: yeah.
3: we a, reviewed annually or yeah reapply something annually like that mm.
2: it's a good idea though i like it thank you
3: you going to go skating with it?
2: i might <laughs> <laughs> i have been skating in about 20 years i used to play hockey
6: you can use it your from canton of course you did <laughs> yeah I, that's a good point I, yeah I mean, it uses real ice skates so the, yeah. the same skates that you would take yeah. out onto the ice you would use mm-hmm. use it the same way yeah.
0: so my my curiosity is the structure itself are you storing it elsewhere is this, is it a company that's putting the installing it for you and then removing it every year
7: yeah, so we're, we would purchase all the materials for the rink itself. They'll, they would come and install it uh, initially, and then our facilities team, they give you the storage bags and everything to do it. It's, it's surprisingly uncomplicated. Um, it's like laying down carpet tiles or anything else yeah. like that, and then you have a solution and a little machine, kind of like a, like a floor cleaner that you run around it instead of a Zamboni, yeah. um, and you just store it over you know, in these bags uh, in our warehouse, and then you, our, our team can actually put it back out relatively quickly.
6: It's obviously a more robust system because it's business oriented but they sell these as home rink kits as
7: well yep. you can buy them it actually has a 30-year lifespan so it's a it's quite a long time
3: interesting i never thought of it as the home thing because so many people now
6: well especially here in new england right i mean most people yeah. would do a, a backyard limit rink uh, i mean candidly i looked at it it's at least for me prohibitively expensive <laughs> <laughs> um you know certainly if it's a business venture it's one thing but to do it at home it's you know it's a it's a Expensive product to, yeah. to put down on um, the yeah. tiles, or not I that big. I think, think very we
3: expensive. have two residents, one in Canton and one in Milton, who actually have it all frozen. Their their water frozen, yes. and have zambonis. I think on court, yeah. As yeah.
6: <laughs> so. <'Cause> I recall, <laughs> yeah, I we're not doing that yet. <laughs> yeah.
3: but, I, mean, I think it, I think it, I mean I love the idea that businesses adapt to figure out and something like trillium. It's a it's a real natural fit for trying to adapt to what the season is as to what you can do to it track clients. So I'm, I, so I, like I, w- I would make a favorable ma- recommendation. My preference would be that the recommendation um, indicate an annual review or review next year if they want to come back and do it again. It sounds like they're purchasing and they, they want to just as a state, just as a
0: would you like a to make a, m- a motion to that effect? Sure.
3: I just made it. Make a motion to approve <laughs> it conditional upon an uh, annual review.
2: I'll second. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. David.
6: Aye.
7: And I'm an aye. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank, you so much.
6: Thank, Thank you.
3: Good luck. When will it be up? By conditional upon zoning, giving it to you.
7: We're working with the company on lead times. So right now they're saying six weeks. So if it January. goes any longer, we may we may actually need to push. Need it to come
3: get a get a new license next year. And,
7: uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: i'd like to make a motion that we open item number 225 nasser ahmed road vertex towers assets to commercial street can i get a second a second jim aye kathy aye david aye and i'm an aye. good evening gentlemen do you need us to turn off the lights no okay
8: Um, i realize after I volunteered to let Trillium go first, that I didn't ask for any compensation. <laughs> <laughs> no samples. <laughs> a couple of free beers. And now they got what they wanted, so they don't need me. Uh,
3: <laughs> you might need them.
8: Uh, again, my name is Francis Parisi, representing the applicant Vertex Tower Assets LLC. Um, <clears throat> we are here tonight seeking a recommendation to the Zoning Board. Since the last Planning Board meeting, two things have occurred. One, uh, we had a site visit with the planning board or certain members of the planning board. I think it was pretty successful and people got a chance to see um, the visibility and the lack of visibility of the uh, um, proposed facility. We submitted to the board, I did it electronically about a week ago and I just gave to Karen now a paper copy of a bunch of photographs, which I can show up there on the screen if the board were interested, but it's a lot of photographs showing the lack of visibility uh, and I think uh, for those of you that were able to uh, come to the site visit and drive around afterwards as I did um, it, uh, it, it's something that I said at the uh, um, previous hearing um, you know it sounds visible 120 feet sounds visible and it really isn't given the topography and terrain and the trees and um, you know we took all those photographs after the leaves are off the trees so it was pretty uh, um, um, representative and I think it was uh, um surprisingly not visible uh, from all the abutting uh residential roadways nearby and uh the main street and the plaza across the street and all that uh, the only other thing that's happened since then is we had a uh, public hearing in front of the zoning board last week the abutters were noticed uh, the zoning board uh, seemed very favorable um, several out to be honest several abutters showed up um and we're questioning the process and the timing asked for a little bit more time to review it um they didn't ask me any questions they didn't ask any, the board any questions of the project they didn't seem to object they just really wanted some more time to digest the project uh so the board continued it to the first meeting in January so uh we would uh you know as the the planning board knows um we had a very thorough review by Mr Houston who I think we addressed all his concerns that so we would ask that the planning board make a pilot of recommendations so that we can then go to the zoning board and uh, hash out all the other details that uh, they're going to need to hash out.
0: Mr. Houston, would you like and, to
8: And I, I had sent the, the electronic package a week ago. I don't know if Karen had a chance to forward to you. I have, if you want to look at pretty pictures, I know sure. uh, I'm looking at them right now. Um, I've got them on the screen if you want. It, uh, it's up to you.
0: Why don't you go ahead and show them on this on the screen if you don't mind we can just take a quick look so the
2: public can see i just too. i have a quick question the trees that block it which i think it's great you can't see it um uh, do they, are they owned by the um sharon uh, not the sharon the gun club the yeah the yeah. town the, the gun wet. club uh, so they're never going to be cut down then
8: that's correct uh, most of the um uh, area is wet to the uh uh, and then they own all the trees around it up until the power line easement, which is on a budding property. Right, right, so those trees have been
2: right. Okay, that makes me feel better.
0: you really can't see the balloon you really couldn't um, david couldn't see it from and it's the, around the trees. i couldn't see it from the top of of the street at all I, mean, yeah. I, hate,
3: I hate to admit that we can barely find it when it was there exactly and right you, we right
8: so, I, uh, uh, for those of you that weren't at the site visit i couldn't see the balloon and so i was actually uh swearing under my breath that our consultant who <laughs> i thought didn't show up That's great. Uh, What we did is we engaged consultants to drive around uh, the neighborhood and take pictures. uh, The the streets are all the... some visibility. Um and so I can you know we can spoke all pictures but it's uh you know uh, and unfortunately um I can free you can kind of do this these are done with geocoded cameras and so they're done not logically but distance wise so when you look at the um let me see if I can zoom in on that <laughs> when you look at that the, the numbers all jump around all over the place so it Right. also from Highland, which is the closest neighborhood to the north. So really one, two, three, and four of the most relevant pictures. And uh, um,
0: Karen, do you turn the light off? Uh,
8: you know, from the closest residential abutter, NASA Island Road, the balloon wasn't visible. So I you can, can see um, us. And I want to let you know, we, uh, we actually pay these consultants by the um, um, by the simulations. So thank you. Um, uh, so they're not saying Well, I'm going to stand behind the pine tree where you can't see it. They, uh, uh, they uh, would have taken it from next to the pine tree if it was visible. So uh, um, uh, they're uh, uh, pretty reliable folks. Um, This was taken from Meadow Road, which is uh, the next neighborhood down.
2: Yeah, you can barely, you can see so a tiny, tiny... When I
8: put the, uh, the tower in there, you know, it's barely above the tree canopy. Oh, thank you. It's barely above the tree canopy. So I think, you know, from uh Nasser-Aman Road, which is uh, the closest residential neighborhood, they really don't have any visibility. And then taken from Highland Street, um, it's the same thing. There was, um, uh, you know, it, it's it was blocked by the tree canopy. It's right in the... Uh, uh, Area right in here, and uh, as I toggle back uh, straight to the right of my mouse. Uh, you can see it, but it's certainly not above the tree canopy, so usually going to be very minimal. And then, mm. uh, like I said, we drove around all the other neighborhoods. I can show you all these pictures. There was a little bit of visibility. The most visible was the plaza over by uh, New York. I think was the board's primary concern. Uh, uh, the zoning board didn't get a chance to see these yet because I just provided them the night of the zoning hearing. The public, uh, you know, it's been in the public file for only about a week now, so I'm not sure how much of the public has seen, but I think when they do get a chance to, to review them, uh, they will see that it's really of a, a minor consequence to the neighborhood and certainly a great benefit. So we would ask that the board review the, I mean, uh, recommend, Positively to the zoning board so that we can go back to the zoning board back in uh, um, January.
2: Yeah, I'm good. Thank you.
0: Oh, t- uh, please, chief letter. Yes, we're going to talk about that next. But, Mr. Houston, did you have anything you wanted to add on?
4: No, uh, just to confirm the attorney's statement that as of the last meeting, we had reviewed their responses, issued a report, and we found all of their uh, responses to be satisfactory. So we have no issues. The only thing that was outstanding was the photographs that we've just reviewed.
0: Jim, did you have anything you wanted to add? I know that um, the board had received a letter, which I believe you also saw from the fire department. And one of the conditions would be, of course, that um, accessibility for the fire department, uh, police department, and Norfolk County dispatch uh, to the site.
8: I'm not sure if, I, after we got that letter, I've spoken to the police chief, I've spoken to the fire chief, and I've spoken to the regional dispatch or someone on a, a random, I believe. and. Uh, uh, and that's, to be perfectly honest, it's an easy ask and an easy accommodation. We can provide space on the tower. Uh, and so uh, uh, the, uh, I'm sure the zoning board got the same letter. I'm sure they'll issue an appropriate condition, but uh, 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 that's an easy ask for us and an easy provide. Great.
0: David, did you have anything you wanted to add?
3: Nope, All thank right. you. I We, as you know, we did the site walk and...
0: Right.
5: I just want to want ahead uh the chief of police did mention about uh access to emergency communication equipment on that tower
8: yeah that's what we just I talked just about uh, um, sorry i was reading it sorry uh, uh, the, uh um we're gonna that provide space, who does on, that. space <laughs> on the tower and space on the ground for their antennas and equipment yeah and that's certainly what he asked for and uh uh, uh that's like i said an easy accommodation I could block things out like crazy, so <laughs> good for you. You know, I, I actually don't want to downsize it. Uh, it's easy for us to accommodate, it's very valuable to the town. Right. And so right. I think they recognize that.
0: Thank you. Was there anybody from the audience that wanted to talk? Yes. Good evening, Suzanne
9: Matthews. Not here, um, I represent uh, Sophia Mason and Bill Mason, who's with me today, in opposition to the petition for Vertec uh, Tow seeking the site plan approval as well as permit and variance to install this telecommunications tower um, at 25 NASA Ro- uh, Ahmed Road in Canton, and that's where Mr. Mason um, is living, um, which is owned by the Fish and Game um, Association. But first and foremost, we request that the matter continue, um, be continued for consideration and recommendation by the Planning Board until its next meeting, at l- or at least until just prior to the Zoning Board meeting. Um, which is January thirteenth, twenty twenty-three, to provide the abutters with technical advises, a- advice as to whether Vertec has fully, completely complied with the provisions of the site plan, the by and the bylaw, including providing the board with a full site plan. Um, to I'll give you my position on those in a second. But the first thing is, as you're aware, and you've gone over it with them, that the bylaw, the section seven point five of the bylaw. Um, complicated and very technical that um, the issue is really the issue of notice that we raised at the Zoning Board um, and the issue well I understand that the Planning Board is not the one that's required to give notice of their meetings to the public it's the Zoning Board and I raised this at the Zoning Board meeting and discussed it with a um, Chairman Pando, and it's the implementation of this notice in the Planning Board's meetings, which I believe is problematic and needs to be considered. I'm not saying it's a violation of it, but at least it warrants giving consideration for a continuance for the parties to have the opportunity to respond. Because when you look at it, the plan, the, notices file, the um, plans were filed and the request was filed with the Zoning Board, and I believe simultaneous with the Planning Board. The Zoning Board's notice did not go out until just before Thanksgiving. They received Thanksgiving to the abutters. And at that point, the Planning Board had already had their meeting. They had already had a meeting on November 16th when the presentation was made. The abutters didn't have notice of that through no fault of the Planning Board, but the way that it occurred until they got notice of the Zoning Board meeting. Now what makes sense to me not them telling them to do their job, but it should be possibly that the zoning board has an initial meeting. They open it up and then it's referred to the planning board. So they will know. I mean, it's interesting that, um, I had another case without going through it that I didn't learn until afterwards. It went all through the planning board here and it's still, and has never filed with the zoning board. In that case, the only reason the abutters had noticed was because the, they, the petitioner in that case had gone to the conservation commission. Um, I note also for looking at the, I know, I believe that um, there is opposition or there will be opposition to this request from Vertec, um, and they, I would say, mis- mis-summarized our position on this at the Zoning Board. There are very con- serious concerns by the abutters and the neighbors as to whether or not they have met the requirements that they need in this particular condition. There's limited to what that we could provide at that meeting um, prior to having somebody else take a look at it. I'm certainly not a telecommunications attorney, but a couple of issues that I wanna raise on that is that I reviewed the minutes of your meeting. And the minutes of the meeting provide when requested, when questioned by, I believe the board, it might have been you, um, Mr. McCarthy, about having them go to the Conservation Commission prior to coming here, Attorney Parisi explained that it is practiced to be the, to the Planning Board and Zoning Board before the Conservation Commission so the residents and the butters know what is going on. Well, the residents and butters didn't know what was going on here when the pl- presentation was made and have not had the opportunity. As far as the issue of, um, some substance. Uh, it's you know. There's all this easy to say. The viewing. It's not a view. I can assure you that the public, to, uh, the people that I'm representing, it's not just the viewing. There's health issues. There's the communication. It is all a lot of issues that have to be raised at the planning board. But even here, everyone's saying oh, it's great. The trees are there. Are they going to be there? There's no assurances as those trees are going to remain there. The constant. The, Fish and game, wildlife, I don't believe, is under any requirement that they have to um, stay there at that point. But even more important that, um, and I'm sure it has been raised by Mr. Houston and looked at, but section 7.5.20 of the zoning bylaws provides specific criteria for site plan approval of in of these projects, and there's a number of criteria. And in each of, not in each, but in the majority of the criteria, which I respect, Mr. Houston, say they provided us the information, but their responses are that they provided reports from a radio frequency expert and a site acquisition specialist. Well, those are the kind of things that the abutters should have the opportunity to have sufficient time to consult with and retain the services of those types of experts to determine if there is a substance, substantive issue with that. And so that's what we're just looking for. I don't believe there's any harm or any prejudice um, to this happening. Um, they are actively, and I've spoke, they have um, a representative, an attorney, but he's on the East Coast that has done, in, knowledgeable in this. They're in the process of determining and finding some some people in this area, not just to say we're going to oppose it, but at least to provide them with ample information and an education to determine whether this is something that they should have some concerns about and doing that. I know the Zoning Board's decision is not due until, I believe it's March 1st. Um, The Zoning Board, I know your Planning Board says that they can't take any action until 35 days have passed and you have not issued it. I can assure you those 30, they're not gonna be taking any action and within the next 35 days or 35 days from the um, time in which um, the application was submitted because the next meeting that they've continued to is January 13th. So we think that um, it is a reasonable request. I think that it's necessary, the facts warrant it. The, the It's a very serious and complicated issue. The, the um, us have issues with health concerns and the need, and whether or not it's there. I know those are a lot of zoning board issues, and they'll be addressing those later. But the fact that there are specific criteria that should be considered here for a site plan, and that criteria, and that was responded to by expert opinions. You cannot expect, you know, the average um, citizen. It's not like me going forward. Someone wants a variance, or wants, a, you know, a site plan for something simple. So that's really what we're here today. That they have the opportunity um, to explore that and get back to you at whatever the meeting would be. That may be right before um, the January 13th meeting. Um, but thank you. That's our position.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody have any comments you'd like to make?
3: Um. No, I think the only, I mean, Attorney Matthews made, you know, comments and then she regularly said it's zoning, not planning. So understanding understanding that piece, I I don't really have, I'm I'm sure the applicant might, I I don't care if we wait a um, a couple of weeks. I may find something that I don't like and we can help, you know, make a recommendation to zoning,
0: but,
8: uh, you know. Could you grab
0: your mic again, please?
8: extension on the review to look at and and i fully uh expect that they'll look at it very thoroughly but i don't know if there's any need to delay the planning board process because
0: of that. i i know there was only one concern i had and you may remember i wanted to know if you knew what kind of generator possibly would be used and how the the sound decibel level if you had that information i was yeah, just curious
8: like, yes,
0: yes i'd like i'd like to hear about that
9: do you want to hear that now or could I respond? I would like to hear it
0: now
10: if that's okay thank you hi uh, good evening my name is Tom Johnson I'm the engineer with Proterra design group um, as you recall at the last meeting you, you raised a question regarding uh, typical generators that would be installed um, Verizon is the um, initial carrier who's proposing to install here during their initial installation they're not proposing to use a generator however the tower is designed um, to accommodate multiple carriers and um, to design to accommodate a generator in the future if they need one and it is common practice on, on sites for them to use generators um, I have some cut sheets here and, and can provide them up um, a typical generator that they use um, is a Kohler 30 uh, kW this is a, a will be a propane powered generator this has a um, the sound um, in these cut sheets, it has the sound um, numbers, the um, these specs say that it produces 57 DBA at 23 feet from the unit. Um, That's it's a it's a seven meter. That's where you get the funky 23 feet from. Um, We went and took a look at the uh, Canton um, bylaws regarding um, noise, mm-hmm. and there is a, there is a section in there, um, and they have it's it's a little bit longer, but they um, suggest that, um, I'll, and I'll just maybe just read it here. Um, no person shall operate or cause to be uh, operated any source of sound in a manner that creates a sound level which exceeds 10 db above ambient or exceeds 65 ldn total for residential receptors or exceeds 75 ldn for total for non residential receptors. And the ldn is a, is a little bit more of a um, complicated number. It, it represents a 24 hour average. And there's a um, uh, and includes a deduct for nighttime hours. Um, but the the numbers that we're talking about. Uh, the the 65 and 75, um, the 57 from uh, DBA from this unit is is below those. Um, in addition, that is at uh, a sound level that's at 23 feet from the unit. Um, the closest property line is, uh, I think, it's 185 feet from from where this unit is, and to get to that closest property line, the noise would have to travel through a seven foot retaining wall through a a large forested area and through the transmission areas so all of which um, will significantly dampen that noise so um, we're we're based upon this information we're quite confident that the facility will meet or um, amply meet the noise requirements in the town.
0: thank you that was one of my concerns so I appreciate that information does anybody else have any comments on the board they'd like to make
4: go ahead I I just had a thought, and I admit that I didn't think of it in doing the report. But if the tower is going to have multiple carriers, I assume there'd be multiple generators so that you'd get this sound level multiplied three, four, whatever times. Now, I don't know that it's reasonable to design a facility for conditions that occur only during power outages but you know the the sound would probably be more than that described by a single generator I would think for however long the power out and once a week when they're tested
10: yeah
8: I, I could
4: if I st- want to comment on that there's um, uh, a bunch of different
8: responses to that one um, as we explained at the last meeting uh, a generator is a source of power, the, the third in line. Uh, right. We've be hooked up with uh, standard uh, commercial uh, power and then backup batteries, which is very different than all the other commercial buildings uh, on Main Street, which only have two sources of power, regular power and a generator. Uh, two, um, um, the, as Tom described, we're built into the side of the hill, so on three sides there is Side is a stockade fence, which also creates more baffling. Um, And um, your zoning bylaw. The, the, the wall to further mitigate the sound same thing on the fence side so there's ample protections in the process to make sure and, and to be honest mr. Houston is right
10: I have one additional kind of note there. Um, The way noise works, having two units wouldn't be 57 plus 57, 114. Um, If if speaking in this room, I'm speaking at one decibel level. If if Mr. Houston is also speaking at that same decibel level, um, noise is not an additive, Um, um, uh, it's a little more nuanced.
9: Yes, sir, right, I can yeah. just address in uh, rebuttal um, to council's issues that this is just a, that we're only raising zoning issues. That is inaccurate and I'm looking at the petition and the information that uh, Vertex submitted. They outlined in their um, memorandum various sections of the, um, that they have to address in the site plan under either usual site plan review and under a site plan s- review for a telecommunications tower, just as an example. A description of the site plan proposed by the applicant. The applicant must demonstrate the need for towers and why design alternatives, such as the use of microcell, cannot be utilized to accomplish the provisions of the applicant's telecommunication commu- services. That's not only on the zoning bar, that, that is in the site plan. Another one is the affidavit providing to permission to install or correlate the applicant's communication um, structures uh, with others in the area. In those, and I'm I'm not going to continue, time to go over it, it continues line of question after question. Their response is, accompanying this application are site plans prepared by um, professional engineers, and I understand that's what Mr. to looked at, and reports from radio frequency experts, and report from a site acquisition specialist providing all the information required by this section. Those matters have been just glossed over, and this board has, in has, guaranteeing a positive recommendation, is accepting these very extensive technical expert opinions without having, there's no discussion and there's no comment about whether the validity of these or not. In the review, it's glossed over. Our, our position is they should have the opportunity to have their others who look at it. I certainly am not uh, attorneys, uh, Parise is correct. I'm not gonna tell you what's right or wrong about those reports, but we haven't had the opportunity to do that. And I think that it is, um, in the best interest of the public good to have the public participation in these, that the time be allotted to allow them to do that, and if they they determine that that's not gonna occur or that there isn't anything um, in opposition to that, they'll make that known. Um, But I just do not see the harm to the petitioner in this particular case by providing the public with the opportunity to explore and understand and make a determination on that.
0: Thank you. Did anybody want to make a motion? Do we want to continue this until the 21st?
8: If I could comment on that very quickly. Certainly. Um, I respectfully disagree with Council. Um, the provisions that she was citing were in the special permit criteria that are zoning board issues. And we provide all that information, we've allotted more time. to recommend to the zoning board with the uh, um, competent advice of Mr. Houston. So I think this board up until um, um, opposition was ready to approve the site plan based on Mr. Houston's recommendation. Uh, And I'm, I'm not trying to speed this process along. I'm just trying to make sure that various boards respect their various jurisdictions.
0: I understand what you're saying anybody have any comments you'd like to make or make a motion on the matter
3: i'd make a motion that we continue it to the next meeting
0: I'll i'm s- okay with that i'll second jim
8: aye
0: david aye kathy aye and i'm an aye.
8: what is that next meeting
0: the 21st of just des- 21st of december
3: when is zoning meeting the
8: zoning meeting is until
0: Attorney Matthews would be able to get the information you're ma- mentioning to I, the board. I don't
9: know if you're having, I would prefer it be the meeting. I don't think your next first meeting in January is is the date of that.
0: The f- that's the third? I was going to say the f- fifth. but fifth? Is that the third of January? You're I on my that day the fourth, thank
9: I
2: you. Can, well, I'm okay with the fourth, too. It's-
3: are you be buying my Christmas present on the 21st? I will. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we want to make a motion to actually move it to January 4th?
3: I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. So okay. I'll make a motion that we amend to the January 4th meeting.
2: I'll second. Tim,
3: Aye.
2: David? Aye.
0: Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. Thank you for your
2: consideration. Thank you.
3: Thank you, counselor.
0: And thank you, counselor, for the presentation. Do you want to do number seven next, David? <laughs> He's just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I had to find my agenda. I have too much paper here. I wasn't Pardon.
3: at anything as the chair. I wasn't I'm teasing you.
0: you. Uh, I'd like to make a motion that we move up item number seven, uh, which is the signing of Wardville Road, 1177R Pleasant Street, the Mylar Discussion and Approval of the HOA.
3: No. Oh, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I get a second? <laughs> I'll second. Jim. I've... David. I. <laughs> Kathy, I, and I'm an I. I'm going to go ahead and pass these down to everybody. You've already seen these, I know, but these are the HOA, original HOA, and it's the HOA with the amendments. Oh, to which it. one? <laughs> Since we seem to like. To
4: the trees
2: on here? this board, I guess. Oh, I need a. I need the one without the red. I gave it to Tom. Oh.
0: Red one. There you go. All right. Thank you. If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Sure. Uh, Tim Tower CBI so in power with PBI Systems. So the interview. Thank you. Okay. Does anybody have any questions on the information that was provided via email? or on the HOA, whichever we'd like to discuss first. Are we just doing the... Um... We're voting to approve the amendments that were made by town council, which is what the red version is. Okay. So, and they already the client already knows about it. We're also going to sign the Mylar tonight. For so
2: what it. happened, so can I ask a question? Fire away. Fire away. What happened to the private way sign?
0: What is going to say private way, it's just not going to say private way, which I agree with. So that's no all services set. provided. All right, which seemed a little excessive. But
2: it was, yeah. So it's just going to say private way. So that's going in. Right. And the other question I have is, was it always just one lane of cars that could come out?
0: It's not by many. By many. Certainly, it's not, please. It's not one lane. Uh,
7: it's one length of a car. Oh. Exactly.
2: Okay. Because I was like, okay, thank you. You're Well, that was a silly question
0: no 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 questions are silly (laughs) it's always good to ask them
2: except that
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's why we love each other here yes we ask each other's questions
0: (laughs) sometimes we answer them before they're even answered yeah
2: so they no
3: questions beyond what after, after the attorney reviewed
2: great Yeah, I don't either, it looked okay to me.
4: Jim,
0: did you have any comments on it?
4: No. Okay. So I'd like to make a motion that Uh, we, uh, (coughs) Mr. 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 Houston. Yes, um, as attorney Stady filed the restrictive covenant for the project. So I sent him an email and I talked to him and I pointed out that the subdivision control law says that covenant has to be filed before the board signs the plan.
2: And this is the covenant?
4: No. Oh, no, yeah. this is the HOA. The, the restrictive covenant, covenant that says you can't build on the lots yeah. until you do something. So, uh, I mean, I guess you could, I don't know. Um, if you sign it, I, I mean- it, So we it, could you like- You could hold the plans, I guess, until he files the covenant. When
0: did you talk to him? This week? Uh,
4: and, and the email that I sent to everybody, I cited the subdivision control right two I can, things right. that you have to do. And one of them is file that covenant. But
2: so we could vote to approve this and just not sign it till the well, covenant. Well, you want it's
4: some signed, as long as you're all here, I mean.
0: But I'm this. The motion I was making though was just for the HOA.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. Sorry. No, no, no. It's right. fine. No, I'll, no. I appreciate
0: you saying that because I, I'll yeah.
4: will restate all this when it's approval. No, it's, it's okay, Mr.
0: Houston. <laughs> I never object to anything you have to say. Please. Sorry, sorry. Um, so I just would like to make a motion that we accept the HOA as written and reviewed by Town Council. May I get a second? A second. David.
5: Aye. Jim. Aye.
0: Kathy. Aye. <laughs> and I'm an I onto the Mylar and and what Mr. Houston stated. So um, my concern, of course, if that hasn't been filed, we, we, I would not, I would recommend we do not sign it until it is, so we would have to hold off until the 21st possibly to sign it.
2: Yeah. Once he submits, yeah. could once he we submits, we
4: can vote to sign it. Yeah, we can and vote to approve yeah. just and just once come in and sign it. Once he submits, sign
2: it. Once he's submitted it, that That's
3: makes fine. sense. If we have verification, then we can all sign it. Yeah.
0: Right. It. Perfect. So I'll make a motion that we agree to sign the mylar tonight, once we've received verification that the restrictive covenant has been placed on the site. Yep. Can I get a second? Second. Kathy. Aye. Jim. Aye. David. Aye. And I'm an aye. Awesome. Right. Let, let us know in the round. I'll get on Richard. To, um, <laughs> yes, please. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. He's still
3: working I, at 730. That Call was him. a rough one. Call him right <laughs> now. Yeah, <laughs> so he gets it
0: done tomorrow morning.
4: I actually remember what he said, because I said it could be a bond, there, and he says, would the restrictive covenant be sufficient? I said, yes, it would. That was our discussion. Yeah. I therefore assumed he'd file it. But no
0: thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So I'm going to make a motion that we move on to number four, which is discussion of zoning articles for town meeting. I'll second. David. Aye. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. And I'm an I. I just wanted to um, mention two items that I started to work on, that I should hopefully have better drafts for the 21st. If you look at the zoning bylaws uh, specifically in the back of our lovely guidelines, the table of regulations are missing information. Okay. And basically what I've done is I've gone back um, originally when we were going to do article 41, Laura had already done update information, but I'm going back and removing some of the verbiage cause there were things added that we didn't approve at town meeting. So we're just making sure, especially under, um, limited uh, industrial c which is specifically believe it or not uh, topgolf we don't have any zoning codes on file for that now except for maybe one or two items when it comes to short-term rentals so that's missing in our zoning bylaws and there were a couple other spaces where there were changes made i'm going to indicate and also the information that um, should have been added or where we adjusted actually in prior meetings for zoning changes that weren't done uh, where we've changed, uh, assisted living information to a different code. The other item I'm, I'm, I've also, um, I haven't met yet with, with Ed Walsh and Mr. Pandel, but I'm going to be talking with them as well, changing the zoning aspect for, uh, car sales because right now we have two dealerships downtown and changing the regulations so that it would be board of selectmen approval because we don't want any more. Specifically, since downtown's business zone, there could be more. That someone could open up a boat. Uh, they wanted to set, put some sort of sail for boats downtown. They wanted to do heavy machinery. Legally, they could do that right now. So we want to change that so that doesn't happen. I'm not saying it will, but I don't think it's something that we necessarily want to see downtown. I think it's something more appropriate for 138 or the other end of Washington Street towards you know. No, I agree. I agree. So. I didn't know if there was anything else that anybody else wanted to bring up that they had concerns for zoning wise. Um, how do I find
2: out on that uh, used car lot downtown how many
0: uh, cars they're allowed in the yard? Which one are you talking about? The one that just got approved? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I, w- I, I, that might be a zoning question. I don't know. It's a select board
3: approval, so select board would have it.
2: Right. So I, but I so should be able to call and somebody should tell me with I, eight or ten or whatever. I
3: don't remember the answer. There was definitely discussion on it.
2: Yeah, i remember
0: that but i couldn't remember the number but it's allowed by right now so um that was all i had Did anybody else have any other questions on on zoning that they wanted to bring up or need wanted addressed
3: not me thank you i'm good just on the
5: zoning or anything else
0: anything else if you have something else you'd like to bring up jim <laughs> anytime <laughs> feel I, I, free
5: I, i'm trying to pay attention better but <laughs> I went to the uh, I did actually make the MBTA communities meeting Um, It was just obviously the initial meeting but we're on board I think we're going to meet all the deadlines that need to be met and um, the areas we're looking at I think will be fairly easy to adjust so
0: once they know then we can draft articles and I know it won't happen until 2024 but at least we can get them going so that'd be great okay
5: so we, I think our next meeting is next week. So we'll, it'll do you be know
0: when it is?
3: The meeting? Yeah. The 15th, I believe. Is that next week? For the, the, for the downtown?
0: No,
2: this is oh, the MBTA. MBTA, community. MBTA. Now, where do, do they have,
3: have the, them? It, it's just the committee. There's five of us, I think, on it.
2: Oh, oh it's oh, the working I company. thought it was an open meeting. No, no it's the working get committee. The deadlines. It, is a,
0: it
3: is an open meeting,
5: but yeah. it's just
0: that it's.
2: Yeah, no, I don't need to go. I thought it's it was like a, a public
0: meeting. No, I think it's just the No, work. it's just
5: the committee to work on what, you know what zone what Does it
0: look good to town. you? Yeah, I, I think
5: I think it's something the town should I mean that's my personal opinion now it has changed. I think the uh, that's something the town should do. I think the process of getting to that was kind of lousy by the state, but Yeah. That's my personal opinion. I'm glad
0: a town's pushed back because it was going to be even harder or more restrictive. So yeah.
5: But I think, I think all is well.
0: Awesome. So that's good. Yeah. That's great. So we want to move on to item number five, which is the 2023 planning board schedule. Um, I didn't know if anybody had a chance. Did you send that out to everybody, Karen? I'm sorry if I didn't ask I you did. to. You did. Okay. I did
3: not have a chance to look at it. I, just I know didn't that either, we're, but I think pretty
0: much the
2: first and third. So, yeah, I think so. Can I added two dates just in case. If
3: we have go over for zoning articles. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean. Oh, now, why are there so many in February March? Is that coming up to the town?
0: The town meeting for. I
3: just, I just <laughs> she just said. told us. I, it's I couldn't hear
0: me. her. <laughs> I couldn't hear her. It was because. And I'm only
3: saying that because Jim started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel better about myself <laughs> now.
0: <laughs>
2: Jim, I'm old. I'm old.
3: You are
0: not old. No, you're not. I'm losing my hearing. I get it.
2: I add another, an an extra meeting in February and March in case the zoning articles go over and we need an extra meeting. Okay, so they may or may not need that last one. If there's any questions, and then not, we don't have to have it. Okay, got you. Just to book the room. Yeah,
3: the big thing is booking the room. That's why she likes to do that, as I recall, which is good planning with the planning board.
2: And they all look good (laughs) to me.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's Other no ones? change to them. There, there, there are dates.
0: So just want to make sure that's okay with everybody. It looks good. I'm gonna put this up on my
2: wall because I put the two down for because we only meet once in July and August. Right, right, and so sometimes we change them depending on vacations.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah so. Hmm. Great. And then the last item we have um, is uh, review and approval of the minutes. Kathy.
2: Um. I'd like to make a motion that we approve the November sixteenth, twenty twenty-two minutes. I'll second that. Jim.
8: Aye.
2: Uh,
0: David.
3: I. <laughs>
2: Kathy,
0: I'm an I. I'm
5: <laughs> not the chairwoman.
0: <laughs> I'm an I. That's fine. I <laughs> became the chairman. For <laughs> That's okay. She's the clerk. I don't have a problem with that. Uh. It's fine. Was there anything else anybody wanted to discuss this evening? Mr. Houston. I just wanted
4: to mention, Madam Chair, that um, the uh, Wardrell Road Subdivision, if they ever get it signed, is going to be kicking off. So we have a uh, pre-construction meeting, we had, and Karen alluded to this. Uh, we're trying to schedule it either on the 22nd or the 27th or 9th of the month. It lasts about a half an hour, and we just go over the construction requirements with the applicant. But it'll be here in one of the rooms in the town hall if any board member has an interest uh karen could let you know the final schedule so
0: great thank you i'd like to make a motion that we adjourn the meeting at 7 30 seconds kathy aye jim aye david aye and i'm an I. we'll see you here again on the 21st of december have a good evening everyone